Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 227 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, PT, and today we're going to be talking about calluses on the foot why you have them, and how to treat it. We're going to be going over what a callus is, how they form, and treating the cause of callus formation, and so much more. So please stay with us for a moment while we hear a word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. This episode is sponsored by MedBridge. Harnessing the power of technology to help you advance your career and improve patient outcomes, MedBridge delivers over 2,000 evidence-based CE courses and more than 7,000 specialized patient exercises available whenever you need them from wherever you are. MedBridge goes beyond CEUs. They're leading the space. From interactive webinars led by top industry leaders to the first-ever HEP patient mobile app, MedBridge has taken learning to the next level for over 200,000 PTs, OTs, ATs, SLPs, and nurses, and those they serve. For a limited time, use promo code OEP to receive $175 off your annual subscription. Welcome back. I know, I know you're all thinking, oh, calluses, like, you know, like you just threw up in your mouth. A lot of people don't like calluses and don't like feet, and it just happens that I happen to like treating the foot, and, um, you know, I see a lot of patients with callus issues, and uh, I thought, you know what, we should talk about this because, you know, what does what do calluses have to do with orthopedics? Um Calluses tell a story. They tell us that something is happening that shouldn't be happening underneath the foot. Okay, so you know, just like the tires in your car, if they're wearing out on one side and you change the tire, uh, you know that that's only a temporary fix, right? So if you don't align the car, the tire is going to keep wearing on the same side. So there's some sort of an alignment problem. There is something biomechanical going on here. Um, so let's just talk about what a callus is first of all. So. It's a hardened, raised, rough area of skin. Um, it's usually wider than a corn. A corn is usually over the, the dorsum of your foot or your toes. Uh, it's usually really small, but a, you know, a callus is a lot wider than that. And they usually form from an abnormal amount of pressure, friction, or shearing over a long period of time. So um, I also have to think that, you know, there is uh, a little loss of circulation that happens here in the area. And, um, you know... If you think about it, if you were to, uh, there's a hose going across the floor and there's you know, water going through that hose and you step on it. And obviously the water is not going to continue through the hose, right? But let's say that you just, you step on it and you take your foot off and you step on it and you do that like a thousand times. And at the end of the day, that hose is going to be crimped, right? You're going to get less water flowing through that hose. Um, and so you have to be thinking that every time you take a step and you, you compress and you grind that tissue underneath your foot, that you're 
probably pushing some blood flow out of that area. Um, and I think that certainly contributes to why people develop calluses. Um, when I see a callus, I always think some sort of biomechanical issue, you know, because it comes from too much pressure, too much friction, too much shear. Now, we talk a lot about pressure and friction, but we often neglect shear. Okay, so what's the difference? Well, pressure is, you know, your body weight on your foot. Okay, so just direct downward, you know, pressure. Friction is more of a straight on rubbing. Okay, so you put your your finger on your palm of your hand and you just go back and forth. Okay, and then shear is more of that twist. So you put your index finger on the palm of your hand and you twist it. Um, and so that is what shear is. And usually a combination of all of these um, can contribute to the development of calluses. Okay, so, um, you know, if you were to take your finger and put it on your forearm and rub it back and forth and twist it and put some pressure on on there and you do that for several days, you're going to develop some calluses. You're going to develop a callus on your arm and you're going to develop a callus on your finger. Now, please don't try this at home because you're going to get really, really bored. Um, so if you want to take a look at what shear looks like in slow motion, I do have a video. I'm going to link it in the show notes, um, but check it out. It's, it's how the foot kind of slides a little bit over the surface that it's on and has a little micro twist to it. But you think about that, you know, your body weight times two when you're walking, much more than that when you're running. And if you're getting these, these little friction and shearing issues at the same time, you're going to end up with some calluses. Um, and so, you know, what are the most common areas to develop calluses. Well, you can get them on your hands. You can get them on your feet. We're going to be talking about the feet today. Um, most commonly, you know, on the metatarsal head. So especially one, two, I see them on three oftentimes. And five is a, is a big area where you get that underneath those metatarsal heads distally. You'll see uh, callus formation uh, on the heels where you strike that heel and it might slide a little bit. Um, you can see it sometimes on the plantar surface of the, uh, the hallux. And uh, sometimes a medial side of the big toe also, especially for those of you who pronate a lot and have very tight calves and you push off on the inside part of the big toe um, and that will form a callus there. Um, so our callus is painful. You know, we're, we're generally, if we are a medical provider, we're seeing patients with painful feet, you know, can calluses be the source of pain? Usually the answer to that is no, because generally um, you've seen it. People cut off, they slice off these calluses or they grind them off with like a grinder or a pumice or stone or something like that. And they're really not having a lot of pain when they're doing that. But calluses can cause a lot of extra pressure to the underlying tissues, okay, or the joints there. So think about this. Take a, take a nickel and glue it underneath your first metatarsal head distally and glue one underneath your fifth metatarsal head distally and walk on that all day long and see what that feels like. So the nickel itself is not going to be a painful source. If you squeeze that nickel, it's not a problem. But you're going to feel those distal metatarsal phalangeal joints significantly, okay? And a callus is no different. It's a buildup and buildup and buildup, and it's just a, a, amazing at how that buildup um, can cause pressure because it's no different than throwing a little extra something in your shoe and it's putting pressure underneath your foot. So when you cut those off, people generally have this immediate relief. Think about this pain that you have too in the metatarsals when you have those calluses and how it changes your gait. 
So you tend to um, walk on your heels more and not push off on the metatarsals as much. And uh, that significantly changes your gait. It'll change your calf strength and flexibility. And um, it changes, you know, the whole uh, closed chain process there. So correcting these distal metatarsal plantar calluses and, and getting rid of them can be helpful. Well, it's easy to cut them off, right? But what is the source, okay? So the other thing we need to be concerned about here are people with vascular issues, okay, or diabetics. Um, you know, if you have uh, a callus can be a source of overpressure, and that can cause an ulceration. And then, you know, you develop this risk of infection when you're trimming these um, because we know they're a problem, but they can also be a source of infection. you got to be careful there. Another consideration um, is that you need to make sure that there isn't a little wart nestled in there again okay um you need to look at that callus very carefully and if you see like a, a you know a spot in there and it has kind of it's circular it's small um you know that could be a wart so what i do typically is if i think it's a callus i squeeze it side to side Okay, so I don't squeeze it into the distal metatarsal head, but I squeeze it side to side. Typically, they're not painful. If there is a wart in there, um, that will be very, very painful. Okay, um, so make sure you throw your gloves on when you do that. Although I get comments on my YouTube uh, channel all the time about not wearing gloves. Sorry. Um, so squeezing and pushing the callus can help identify if there's a wart or if it's just a callus. Okay, um, so what are the causes of calluses? Well, number one tight calves. It is super common to see people with calluses who have tight calves. The other problem you could see are people with tight fitting shoes because remember we talked about pressure earlier. So if the shoe is putting a lot of pressure on the toes, um, that could cause a callus. Now if the shoe is too loose and the foot is sliding around in that shoe, now we're talking about too much friction and too much shearing going on. So you really have to find that balance. And as I've always said, if the shoe fits, wear it. You know, if it feels comfortable and uh, you don't feel like your toes are getting super hot, there's a lot of rubbing going on in there or excess rubbing or you don't, you know, you shouldn't feel like that foot is sliding around in your shoe too much because that will cause some callus problems. You know, you can end up with some blistering and, and, and those types of things. Remember the difference between a blister and a callus is a callus occurs over time with progressive pressure and shearing. Um, and a blister, it really is just an overheat of the soft tissue. It usually gets moist and sweaty and wet um, and breaks down really fast just from um, it happening too fast. Um, so let's talk about some of the anatomical anomalies that can, that can cause this. So um, severe pes cavus uh, is an issue because, uh, you know, if you've got a really, really high arch and you're just sitting on the heel and the metatarsal heads distally, um, you're going to be putting a lot of pressure on those areas. Um, you can also have like a long second metatarsal. I've seen this in some people and the actual metatarsal shaft is too long. So you're pushing off when you're, when you're in the terminal stance phase of gate, um, you're pushing off of that second uh, metatarsal phalangeal joint, and that can cause some uh, issues there as far as callusing goes. You could have a dropped navicular. I've seen people who have like super, super flat feet, and um, the navicular is dropped so much that it's actually pushing on the medial side of the shoe and the, and the bottom of the shoe, and that can cause some callusing there also. 
Um, and then activity level. So if you are um, a runner and uh, or maybe you are an athlete, you're changing directions a lot, uh, you know, that can be uh, an issue. I mean, we see calluses in other areas like carpet layers who are on their knees all day long will end up with calluses on their knees. So it's about that pressure and, and friction and, and shearing. Um, so how do you treat these suckers? Well, you got to trim them down. Okay. So, uh, this is very important that you stay safe with this, that, um, you know, people just kind of work them down. I like to use a pumice stone or like a rotating wheel. It's kind of like a little mini grinder. Um, and you just take a little bit off at a time, generally not painful. Um, and so by doing that, uh, you can kind of, quote-unquote, take the nickels out from underneath the metatarsal heads, right? But then you need to address the causes. So I generally will put all these people on a gastroxoleus stretching program on a slant board. Um, Oftentimes, if if these are really bad and they've been going on for a long time, I might put them into orthotics, and I will do some offloads where those calluses are, and I might even use an anti-friction material uh, on the top of the orthotics so that they're getting less friction and less shearing. Um, And then I'll always talk to them about putting on some really good soft socks because an appropriate uh, sock can help decrease friction Uh, and um, you know the proper shoes making sure that uh, the shoes are not too tight and not too loose and then I'll jump into some activity modification I might have them stop running for a little bit and maybe have them get into some swimming or biking things that don't cause so much friction and shearing and pressure Okay, Um, and sometimes people have to have uh, surgical treatment. If that metatarsal is too long uh, or there is a bony prominence that's just pushing on the bottom of the shoe too much, um, sometimes that has to be resected and uh, therefore less pressure, less friction, less callusing. Okay, so... Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's show about calluses uh, as much as I did. I uh, really like uh, the foot and ankle, and uh, as you can tell, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram um, for some brief tips. I really keep things short on there, under 60 seconds, and uh, talk to you about you know how to treat uh, orthopedic issues better. Uh, and um, usually it's just some quick little tidbit that can really help you uh, with your evaluations. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts or your um, platform of choice and do, do a rating and review of OrthoEvalPal. You know, if it's positive or negative, either way, it's just going to make us better and give you better information. And uh, be sure to send me your questions for the show, and I'd be more than happy to um, get those out there for you and uh, try to answer them as best as I can. So with that being said, folks, I wish you all a great day and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to OrthoEvalPal.com. Can't wait to see you there. 